And that's why I love the ninth grader, the concept, because it's so, so globally oriented. We're part of the, part of the big picture. Welcome to Learning Unboxed, a conversation about teaching, learning, and the future of work. This is Annalise Corbin, Chief Goddess of the Past Foundation and your host. We hear frequently that the global education system is broken. In fact, we spend billions of dollars trying to fix something that's actually not broken at all, but rather irrelevant. It's obsolete. A hundred years ago, it functioned fine. So let's talk about how we reimagine, rethink, and redesign our educational system. So today on our episode of Learning Unbox, we are actually on the road again. And so today we're going all the way to Finland uh, to have a really exciting conversation um, with Kaisa Koistinen about an innovative education uh, program in Finland um, that's all about me and my city. So Kaisa, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. So first and foremost, um, share with our listeners who come to us from all over the world a little bit about this idea of a program that we're going to call Me and My City, but you actually have a, have a full you know, Finnish language title for this program. Tell us at a really sort of high level, what, what's the purpose of this program? Uh, okay, yes. Uh, in Finland, we call this Yrityskylä. Uh, uh, that's Finnish. So we decided today that we can talk about me and my city, which represents, all, of course, in English, a bit of what we're doing. Of the background, uh, slightly, that uh, we realized uh, 10 years ago when we started, a bit over 10 years ago, that many individuals lack basic capabilities to manage their own finances. And uh, that, that led, of course, to, to a lot of problems, in personal problems and so on. So it's not just a question of an individual issue but it's also a question in a society sure and then then it was thought that how how should this financial education be done and then it started mostly on this financial education idea and then it was realized that if you want to reach uh, younger generations and bigger groups like entire cohorts of younger generations you can do it through school or, or with the school, I would say. You can't, of course, uh, Finnish schools and teachers are very independent and so on. So you can't really say that, oh, we'll come to the school and teach this, that, uh, think about it a bit more widely. But this was the, the idea when it started. And then, then it became a bit uh, kind of a bigger, bigger thing that we thought that, okay, we should be teaching about economy, working life and society. So then we created a learning concept, which which kind of uh, teaches about all these issues where the children, we have it for uh, sixth graders and ninth graders in Finland. So they'd be 11, 12 years old or then 14, 15 years of age. So the perfect age to really sort of start digging in with kiddos about, you know, financial issues, financial responsibilities, a whole host of financial literacies. So one of the things that I was really fascinated about um, when the team brought your program sort of to my attention was the fact that it it's not that you just created a program. You created 
a sense of place tied to the program. So share with our listeners just a little bit about the way the the physical structure of this idea of me and my city ties back into the learning that's possible uh, for the students who are participating in it. Because that, to me, is one of the really innovative components of this. You don't mm-hmm. see that all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's um, If I give the whole concept in that sense, yeah. is that... Uh, and also it relates to the Finnish society in that in that sense here that education is very uh, highly valued and teachers mm-hmm. are very respected yeah. and they're very highly educated. So uh, in our concept, we have we have learning material already in school. So they have uh, 10 lessons in school. And as what I said earlier, our teachers are so educated. And so mm-hmm. they work with us in a way that they teach first the issues of these matters like economy, working life and society at school. And then we also, uh, the teachers visit our learning environment in advance. So we work together with the school all the time. And then we kind of, we're the bridge to the business life and, and kind of the society thing that they, they, they're not, they could teach it, but they don't have the means maybe in schools. And, and, and when kind of the world moves on so quickly, so we can, we can do it in a very flexible way that, that we have always something new that is needed. So, so when the children are in school, they have all this beforehand and they have assignments beforehand. And in school already, if I take an example from working life, already in school, they apply for a job, which, which then um, they work in or they have the profession, let's say an interior designer. So during the lessons in school, though, they already say, oh, I'd like to choose, I'd like to be this interior designer. And they apply for the job and then the teacher or someone else in the school, it can be an outsider sometimes, right. comes and interviews the child and says, oh, you'd like to be like the interior designer. Why would you be, be the yeah. best interior designer? <laughs> so it's actually kind of a long process. Yeah. And then then we have uh, created, we have actually over 20, but we have uh, several around the country here in Finland, these uh, learning environments. And then the, in these learning environments, we have um, uh, we have companies, and they're kind of um, we can have let's say twenty different companies from mm-hmm. the region, and the children work in these real life companies. So, so these companies are permanently embedded in these locations, yes. or they kind of swap out and come and go. But this, or this is where they they work. Yeah, they are. They're so that um, no, they're. They, the companies are based, it could be based in Helsinki. Uh-huh. And then we have the learning environment in which they have kind of a, I don't know if you could say a cottage. Kind of, okay. But they have okay, a place, yeah. that, but it's a real life company. Okay. But the people from the real life company, they don't work in this learning environment, but it's a society run by these students from school. Okay. So once they come in, the students... And if, if a student is, uh, let's say a boy would be an interior designer, he comes and works in this real life company and the children are the ones who run the society all day long. Okay. And then these different companies, the, the children work in a profession, let's say this interior designer and the other companies, the other 19 companies, they have tasks so that they, they're linked to each okay. other. Okay. So that from another company, they come and say, okay, our company B would need an interior designer. And then the interior designer goes and works for the other company as well. So we have kind of 
we have scripted. It's you could say it's kind of a role play. Yeah. So yeah. they work in the profession, but they also work as consumers. So during that one day when they're in the learning environment, they have free time. So if there's another student who runs a is a hairdresser mm-hmm. during their free time, they can go to the hairdresser. Okay. And as they get a as they get a salary when they work, so they can pay with the salary to the hairdresser that now with my free time I'd like to cut my hair or do right. do braid uh-huh. whatever they do yeah. to their hair. And uh, then they work or they work or they they have a task also to, to be in this profession and then consumer and a citizen. So if they're then they have free time or they go as a citizen to vote. Okay. So they understand there's also part of the society that you're not only working for during those hours of the day in the learning environment, but you have different roles. So they're all all linked. All, to all linked other. together. Yeah. Yeah. And- and and so and do the kids only come for one day to that experience or is it yeah. multiple days? Okay, so one day. Yeah. They they come for one day. So all let's say that we have a contract with the city of Helsinki. So all the sixth graders from Helsinki come and all the sixth graders from school have had these material learning material in school their teachers have taught them and they're one day in the learning environment. And the idea, of course, it would be lovely. They often say that, oh, can we come back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would <laughs> imagine so they, they're fun. like, oh my gosh, this is awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so it's, it's really great. Uh, but the thing is often that it's a question of interest and, and, and motivation that mm-hmm. once they, they realize that, oh, but I could do it. I was the CEO or I was the banker or I was the interior designer. I was the doctor. And, right, and the right. thing is that they, when they run it just themselves, that the teachers are just the teachers are are with them during the day. They have of course the responsibility of the children, but they right. don't run it. And my staff work there so that um, if the children have some questions or so on, they get the support. Mm-hmm. But we never kind of give the answers to them. And the children often say that, oh, it was so hard. You know, people don't do what I say, what I tell them to do. (laughs) And they have to have meetings with the team. And so they have to go to the bank and get a loan and and things like this. And they're often very surprised that, oh, this was so hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have no idea what real life really looks like. I'm I'm super, super curious then. So this is happening in multiple locations around Finland at this point, right? And so the the other thing is that it's intriguing to me that, you know, as the schools sort of work through this process then and the students then come and have this day-long experience, what's sort of the carry back into the sort of day-to-day experience of the student when they get back into their regular sort of school experience? Because I would assume that there's multiple touch points tied to this, whether it's a teacher just reminding them, well, remember when we did X, Y, or Z, or remember when you experienced you know, this or that, you know, because I'm really curious sort of about some of the implications or the outcomes that you and your team are seeing now mm. after, you know, several years of doing this and it's growing in popularity and the kids love it. But when you step back from it a little bit, yeah. what what are you seeing as those sort of positive impacts that are coming from this program? Mm. Well, I could say as um, we... Uh, We've cooperated with a university here in Finland and they studied that uh-huh. 
uh, yeah, they realized that uh, in that study that the level of um, knowledge in questions of economics did mm -hmm. raise. So they, they compared to the glass classes who hadn't visited right. me and my city and that you could show a difference. And we work with a professor, with that same professor all the time. And it's great because he's totally outsider. Yeah. So it's very objective. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, and then we also have um, a concept for ninth graders. And he studied also that it's more on a game based. And that is, well, first, if I talk about the sixth graders, the younger one, the 12 years old, that it's often that if we think about teachers, mm -hmm. teachers say that, Oh, but the kid, kids can be, they're so different in this kind of a learning environment where they learn by doing. Yeah. And uh, their level of interest, they want to come so much. They're so motivated. It's outside of the school. Yeah. Not in the same same environment. So, so they're already motivated. And then the level of interest raises. And then they say that they see a different side of the children. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the children who, who are in the classroom are they're very different. And then they come and it can show that maybe some some students who have problems in the kind of a normal classroom mm -hmm. are very different. They have a they have a profession they love, yeah. they want to show yeah. everyone, you you know, I'm gonna be yeah. good at this. Yeah. And then of course, then on individual level, the they they gave us a very high grade, the yeah. children. We always yeah. ask for the feedback. And um we, we also have the thing that um, they might have in the same company they work. There might be like four children in the same company and they might be children from different schools. Mm -hmm. So these introverts sometimes spins. Yeah. Even the children might say that, oh, but I learned how to interact with people I don't, I've never met. Yeah. I had to yeah. be their boss and I still manage. Yeah. So, so. For the confidence, the the, the self esteem, and they, their self confidence, I would say that it increases their level, and and sometimes they're very excited and uh, hesitant. Hesitant mm -hmm. also sometimes mm -hmm. we have a couch that you can lie down if this is too much for you, and you know <laughs> a stress so, break. So, yeah, yeah. But when they when they then manage the whole day, it's very yeah. busy and so on. They're yeah. like, oh, this is great. I did yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think for for me and for my team that's often the the best part of it that we see children that are are a bit shy yeah and they might have slightly some problems or challenges in school and then the end of this experience they're really like I could do it I'm yeah. so proud yeah. of myself yeah. So that's well, we, we see similar things. So the, the Innovation Lab at PASS does a lot of similar types of ideas of programs, not exactly like this, obviously, but mm -hmm. but we we also see that same sort of thing that when you take kids out of their more traditional setting and you plop them down into something that is a very applied, a very yeah. sort of self-directed, um, that we do see kids who struggle in a traditional setting excel there. And we also see the converse, which I assume that you see as well, right? Kids who are really, really great in a traditional setting in a classroom, that's the way that they like to learn. And you put them in a space with fewer fewer boundaries, right? Yeah. Um, you know that they, they, they're they the ones that are struggling and maybe the kids who, who are typically our classroom strugglers are the ones who are leading. And, you know, that's good for everybody to see that not everybody learns um, and does 
the same way. So we've experienced that um, very much as well. So I can absolutely mm-hmm. sort of echo what you're seeing and experiencing. So how does then the sixth grade experience then translate into that ninth grade experience because they're not the same. So share with us a little bit about the sort of the ninth grade program. Yeah, yeah. They're not actually at all in that sense the same, mm-hmm. That, but for the ninth graders, we have created kind of um, a global world that um, we also have a material in school. And then they're in, in school, they're put in teams. And, mm-hmm. and the idea is that the teams produce and sell pr- products to global markets. And then the teams work as companies' executives, that you can be the marketing director or the CEO. And then, um, then they come into a learning environment as well. They come to outside of the school. And then it's, um, it's a game that they play that also in that learning environment, uh, we've renewed them actually just in, in a year. So they're very, it's kind of, a, I'm not sure I know the word in English, but it's like, a, it looks a bit like a game room. Uh-huh. And then they sit there in teams of, let's say, four or five, and they all have this one task. And then they try to sell these products to global markets, and they have to go from this small teams of let's say have four of these teams and they have to go and negotiate as well and then right. then we have my staff members who are there and they go negotiate and they have um kind of um and and then if they if it goes very well they have to negotiate maybe in english as well mm-hmm. so then they have to use the language and so on so it's it's different from the sixth graders but um they they compete against each other and then for winning, it requires that they have a profit and then reputation. So they have to think of all these different kind of issues. And they have tablets and it, mm-hmm. the game, how they play it. And then we in the wall, we have these kind of screens so they can see all the time how it goes, the profit and the reputation and if, okay. how, how it's all working. And then in the middle of the games, there are our staff also shows. So it shows how it's going and who's winning and so on. And in this game, it's very, um, they learn all about these concepts about uh, economy and, and so on and in global markets. Mm-hmm. But uh, something that's very interesting in this is that if you think of um, uh, students who are 14 or 15, they're more teenagers. Yeah. And maybe the attitude to school is quite different than from someone who's 12. Right. Right, just generalize it, of course, a lot. (laughs) No, no, definitely so. (laughs) You can can see them. If you go in the morning, when I go to the learning environments, if I go to this ninth graders, I can see they have their set of hoodies and they're like, oh, what's this again? And then when the game starts, you can see they really, they're like, oh, we want to win. Yeah. And the interest, it just shows so well and, the thing is often what they realize is that they realize that we own, we can only win if we work as a team. Mm-hmm. So, so they, and their reputation and so on. So they understand. And that's the, the feedback we often get from uh, teachers that, okay, this is game-based. It's really interesting and great, but still they understand that they have to work as a team right. and then they have a chance to win. And often the teachers say that, they might talk about this issue, the same issues uh, about global markets and economics and school. But after this game, 
they're so interested and motivated. And they're like, oh, why did we win? Why did we lose? And they yeah, start talking yeah. about this. And then in school still, they talk about it. And some of our teachers want to come early in the year mm-hmm. so that if they have this uh, game-based experience in the beginning of the year, so it's easier to teach the students because they're so interested in yeah, this year. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they, oh, can we come kind of in September because yeah. we want it to be easier to teach because everyone's so motivated. Right. Yeah. And well, you gave those kids context and that's part of it. Right. You know, and I do think that that is one of the things that is certainly about, you know, sort of the human nature of of the life of a teenager. Right. And it seems to be um, it doesn't matter where you're talking about in the world, you know, almost any place there, there are some of those sort of interpersonal, if you will, or developmental universals, you know, and I think that teenagers crave, what does this have to do with me? Right. Mm -hmm. And I, that's, you know, I'm 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 making a leap here, but I'm guessing based on the way that you've described the program and our own experience at Past Foundation of building and designing and implementing similar kinds of uh, concepts, that as soon as you help those kiddos see themselves in whatever it happens to be, and certainly if you can gamify it, uh, we know that teenagers love that, right? And so you've given them mm. an anchor that makes it less about school and more about themselves um you know and that's the that's the nature of being a teenager right um so that's an intriguing way to sort of think about it i'm curious though you know as as the teachers sort of watch and experience the impact of those ninth graders as they come back right and Mm -hmm. so as they try to then you know tie back to it repeatedly throughout the rest of the year Mm -hmm. are they successfully able to continue elements or aspects of the game experience throughout their own sort of teaching or experience i'm curious about the feedback that you're getting you know several weeks and months later um from -hmm. the program well, we tried also, I, I talked about it with, with the professor I, mm-hmm. I work with, and, and we, all, we even tried to make a research of how it would show after years to come. Mm-hmm. But that was so complicated because yeah. you can't get the identity issues or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it depends a lot on the teacher. Yeah. That some of the teachers are very interested. They see this is a very uh, important issue and, and they kind of, link it to the everyday things in they mm-hmm. clip newspapers and they say, oh, well, you you had this experience in, in me and my city and they connect it. And then there are, of course, I think teachers who who teach in a in a more uh, traditional way and, and maybe maybe use this in that sense. But I, I can't tell in detail mm-hmm. because then they're so independent in schools that we don't that much you know, follow them. Right. But we have right. also other things for the ninth graders, uh, even in, in the Finnish school system and in society that are kind of that that we have we have looked for the whole year. OK, then ninth graders have two weeks. Uh, they go and experience working life outside of school. So there are different kind of um, uh, points in, in mm-hmm. the whole year that they get these issues of, of for example, working life. Right. 
Right. By by design, the finished system says you will yeah. go and have this two-week experience. I love that. Yeah. I wish I wish more places around the world yeah. would yeah. make that sort of a, yeah. a standard part of the programming. One of the other things that um, you know, I saw I saw in digging through the literature about the program prior to our conversation is some of the evolution that the program has made over time. So I want to talk just a little bit about that because you've been running this program for a number of years now and you have made changes to it. So talk to us a little bit about some of the changes that you've made or or the why or the advancements or the add-ons to the program um, that you're doing now. Uh, We have uh, have so many uh, kind of advancements. I don't know how you call it because um, (laughs) because they... they, uh, when we um, discuss with schools and uh, kind of the officials who, mm-hmm. who make a decision that we will come as part of this program, they always want it kind of from us that uh, we have something new. Um, well, one example that what we're doing this year is that we're adding kind of um, uh, things for entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. That uh, earlier we have it so that um, in the learning environment for the sixth graders we have a hub which has um entrepreneurs from from kind of a it could be a single entrepreneur i have a cake company yeah and and there are several of these small in this hub Mm -hmm. and now we are creating it even so that if you work as a doctor in the learning environment you can work as a doctor the day but then you can you can have your own um kind of a company in addition to that so in the learning environment you understand even more of entrepreneurship although you would be hired as a doctor in a company so we are adding we are adding issues that when we discuss with schools or teachers or or pedagogical uh um, experts that they say okay this is something that we should be adding so then we do do all these kind of special things or the game base that oh now now it's there are some more modern ways of uh present saving or banking earlier we had a a bank card Mm -hmm. but like for for the students so they have a bank card and they they go to the bank and so on but they say oh of course now we have it in online yeah so yeah. in the learning environment, of course, we have it online as well. Yeah, so we yeah. created a very good online system. So they have their tablets mm-hmm. and they have the salary there and they can use it kind of online. So so we have all the time things that we make differently and then or develop. And then, of course, this year, because of, uh, of COVID, we had some... Uh, problems in the in our uh, challenges in that sense that some schools uh, they had difficulties in in coming to the learning right, environment right they had maybe maybe rules that they have to stay in the school's location mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. course some students were studying from home right but then we had we had we didn't have that that much that they had to be at home but they had to stay in the school's location so we then we created a version that they can they can use if they have to stay in the location right. and how how our staff could support it from from distance mm-hmm. and how maybe we had one some of our corporate partners that they said they could do the job interviews from distance mm-hmm. so so from our bank uh partner they did the job interview so they're the children and they're online and teams yeah. Yeah. And then the, our corporate partner interviewed the children 
that way. And that's very interesting because then they have never met these people. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Children. Yeah. So we're creating kind of a, this COVID has been really a challenge for, for the past year, how to, yeah. how to make this work. I think for so many different educational environments, right? They've, they've been wrestling and that's one of the things that we're almost every one of these episodes right now, we're talking about, okay, well then what did it look like? How did you, how did you modify or how, what was the iteration, you know, during this global pandemic? And, you know, in some places we're still really deep into the pandemic, right? And other places, you know, it's opened back up again. And so this sort of ebb and flow, and it is definitely one of the things that everybody yeah. that listens to the program is, is really curious about. Yeah. You know, I, I'm also very curious about the did am I correct that you also created a, a mobile version of this program that now travels is that correct or did I did I understand that correctly well that was I think if you read about it I think mm -hmm. that was uh, in relation to this uh into the COVID okay, okay. situation yeah yeah mm -hmm. and then I, I just remember one of the things uh one of these you were asking about the development how how we create new things that we have one um foundation that are very keen and that we have art in the learning environment mm -hmm. and uh, they were providing us funds that we could we could buy these how do you call these um, added reality so that we have those also in the learning environment and children can create uh, art by themselves and you can mm -hmm. move so also just to give another another example so there's yeah, that, the things that we think that maybe not all students can experience that mm -hmm. uh, in their personal life. So we, we have this possibility to give it to all children because all of the sixth graders come right. from the region. Right, right. And that's absolutely remarkable. So as you sort of think about what what happens with this program next, not to put you on the spot, but I'm really curious about how your team thinks about this notion of innovation, right? And the things that mm. you as a team sort of are thinking about that you see on the horizon, or there's some aspect of the world of work and community and citizenship that is a necessary or opportunity, maybe is a better way to put it, an mm -hmm. opportunity for your team to create programming to influence um, and impact the lives of these students. So what are some of the sorts of things that your team is thinking about um, mm -hmm. as it relates to the program of the future? Mm -hmm. First, I know this is not the innovation part you're asking for, but uh, first, we one of our main thing is that we, we want geographically because yeah. we haven't reached 100%. Of, okay. of the sixth graders. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. been a huge effort for us that we have to go around the country also saying that why this should be done everywhere. Everywhere. And yeah. every child should be able to reach it. Mm -hmm. And then then to the part of the innovation, is <laughs> the yeah. world is going so fast. So we're we're all the time discussing uh what would be the next and of course all this this digital world what it's gonna mm -hmm. what it what is meaning to us how the whole technology is integrated into mm -hmm. our learning concept because it's and the ninth grade is totally game-based and the whole thing is so right. so i have the team members who are, who are constantly kind of thinking and as as we're speaking we have we have uh, three weeks to of time to think we're applying more funds for next year so one of the things we were like thinking was that how how we can bring um, this 
business life and entrepreneurship and working life issues even more uh, to school so that the learning material wouldn't be only kind of a material that is is then it's connected so much to how the teacher will teach it and so on, how we could bring even more. So it's not this experience, the strong experience, not only in the day where they come to the learning environment, how we can do it in school and how, how we could get it so that the children already in school think that, oh, I'm working for this company in this profession. And then how the material could be could be very innovative mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how how we could uh, bring also all these kind of different um, regional aspects maybe in the learning environment or in the school school uh, day-to-day life maybe can we do it with this virtual reality yeah, and yeah. bring different uh, business life even more alive mm-hmm. so that the real life so that it wouldn't be so far away from the, the real life they're going to face then mm-hmm. and they graduate or so on. So they would have as much as we can give working as a bridge between the school yeah. and the other parts of the society. So so now we're really thinking of how we can develop the material and the working in school, how we can help teachers in this thing. Mm-hmm. So we're we're creating this this a lot nowadays, but the technology that's that's of course an issue for everyone. Yeah, it absolutely is, and it's driving so many things. And certainly, sort of on a global scale, the the world as we understand it has shifted fairly radically. And so it's it is nice to be able to see that there are teams all over the world. This is happening yeah. that are thinking really innovatively about the positive impacts of some of this rate and pace of change and how we could utilize it. And I think that it's really interesting to me because this notion of citizenship, right, mm-hmm. that is something that I am seeing. And, you know, I would say the last 24 months in particular, I mean, granted, it's a conversation that's been going on for a period of time, but I do think that there, there may be um, something tied to the pandemic that is escalating. I mean, and maybe that's not the correct way to think about it, but that is bringing to the forefront this idea of citizenship and being a global citizen and understanding Mm -hmm. that, you know, I, as a student in Finland, I'm not living in a global vacuum, right? That there's a big, broader world there. And what I'm doing in Finland or what I'm doing in the U.S. or what I'm doing in Brazil or or take your pick, right, Mm. has global implications. and, And that is going to be a fairly radical change just from the sort of teaching, learning, and work of the future sort of perspective. Yeah, that's very important in Finland that uh, mm-hmm. we don't isolate ourselves. And, and we have a very strong, uh, long background in saying that languages are very important. We can manage with Finnish around or Swedish, that are yeah. two languages. Yeah. We have to know languages. We, we have to work globally. And that's why I love the ninth grader, the concept, because it's so, so globally oriented. Yeah. We're part of the... Out of the big picture. Yeah, very, very important. You know, Kesa, thank you so very, very much for um, spending time with us today, sharing your program. I'm um, absolutely grateful uh, for the time that you've been able to give us today and just to share the journey of what's happening with me in my city. So thank you so much. Thank you and welcome to visit us. <laughs> oh, I would love to come and see the program live and, and in person. So I, I might take you up on that. Absolutely. Be careful what you offer. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thanks. Bye. 
Thank you for joining us for Learning Unboxed, a conversation about teaching, learning, and the future of work. I want to thank my guests and encourage you all to be part of the conversation. Meet me on social media at Annalise Corbin and join me next time as we stand up, step back, and lean in to reimagine education. <laughs>